heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. Our Feng Shui 2 adventure continues this week, and since we have a first look at the system, I'd like to give you guys a mini-update on how the setting has changed. The original Feng Shui combined a lot of really great tropes about Hong Kong cinema. There's the -the over-the-top kung fu, gritty gun violence, and jaw-droppingly absurd special effects. But Hong Kong action also included something that I think is depressingly absent from Western action movies, and that's lighthearted magic. Now, our own action angel Lala might be a little bit out of place in Hong Kong action, but certainly powerful sorcery would not. The classic Big Trouble in Little China does a great job of drawing on these tropes, and I think is a wonderful celebration of that aspect of the medium. Feng Shui does a great job of combining all these factors to create a setting that supports each one individually and together. The basic premise of Feng Shui is that there are powerful sources of life and magic around the world called Feng Shui sites. Possessing a Feng Shui site gives the owner unimaginable power. As you can imagine, there are all sorts of petty tyrants, dictators, and warlords throughout the generations that have sought out Feng Shui sites and tried to claim them for their own. But Feng Shui takes things a step farther. Rather than setting something in a specific time period, Feng Shui focuses around the Qi War, or the Qi War if you're being super correct, that spans across all generations of time. Feng Shui bases players in specific key time junctures, different eras that were likely to show up in Hong Kong cinema, like ancient China, the 1930s, modern times, or even the future. These time junctures are all connected to one another by the underworld. Which is exactly what it sounds like, a vast network of creepy tunnels full of demons. Again, a la Big Trouble in Little China. So, conceivably, a player might start out in the 1930s, fall somehow into the underworld, and end up in the modern era. It's a fun way to juggle several different settings and allow for pretty much anything to be able to be brought into the game. In the Feng Shui canon, there are several different groups, either political, military, or otherwise, that are trying to control Feng Shui sites. And players are meant to represent a group called the Dragons, a ragtag band of heroes who are caught in the middle of the Key War. Dragons are pretty much always the underdogs until the players arrive. As you can imagine, because there are so many different time junctures, there are a lot of different NPCs and NPC groups that I could talk about in this intro, but I want to keep things short and sweet. So I'll talk a little bit about the thematic change in the future juncture for Feng Shui. In the original Feng Shui, the future juncture was controlled by an evil corporation called the Burrow Corporation. Burrow created a future that was relatively peaceful, but also completely oppressively tyrannical. Using Arcanotech, a combination of magic and technology made through unholy experiments. That was pretty much your standard fair thematics for the future in the 1990s, but things have changed a little bit, and so Robin updated the setting to reflect our modern palette. The main opponents for the Burrow Corporation were the Jammers, a group of cybernetically mutated or enhanced terrorists who lived to oppose Burrow at every turn. While players might identify with the Jammers initially, it quickly becomes clear that the methodology of the Jammers is a little bit more extreme than the moral heroes would stand for. In the future of Feng Shui 2, the Jammers succeeded in their mission, but at what cost? They detonated a powerful chi bomb, completely wiping out the Burrow Corporation. However, they also wiped out most of the life on Earth. So the future of Feng Shui 2 is very much post-apocalyptic, which is basically the only future we can imagine for ourselves these days. Well, I think that's quite enough background for you to understand this episode, so let's get to the show. Alright, so let's get in with the third part of our action-packed Feng Shui 2 series. And first up is familiar voice, Cat Murphy. Hi, James. Cat, welcome back. Thanks for having me. God, you just you're nailing it. You're nailing it. Thanks. Okay. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> let's learn more about Angela Chan, yep. aka Action Angel Lala. The Battle Angel Awakens. Let's learn about that little plot thread you alluded to earlier. Yep. You have a best friend. Oh. I have a best friend. Tell me about this best friendship. Um, so uh Isabella Donatello moved to school two years ago uh and 
<laughs> she's she's a little bookish, a little standoffish, uh-huh. and it was difficult to like get her to even agree to be my friend because she spent all of her time in the library looking up like weird old magic stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is her primary interest. Um, but I was like, you know what? No. Everybody needs a friend. Um, so it took a long time to like pull her out of her shell. Um, and now we're the best friends. You know, we spend sleepovers all at each other's houses all the time. And we both just got into the same private high school that's an all girls school. Oh, wow. Yep. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the name of your private high school? Yeah, I was just trying to think of that because I had not. Okay, yeah, so we'll, we can just know, we'll we can back, all throw it out there. We'll come back to a detailed <laughs> description of your private high school. Yeah, we got one more of these left, probably yeah. in part four. <laughs> cool. Uh, but what I really actually want to know right now is how was it? Re- has your identity been revealed? I guess no. Obviously, it hasn't. For, okay. For clear reasons, James. If you if you think back. <laughs> okay. Um, and let's move on with that cryptic note. <laughs> did you miss that, uh, you miss that plot thread? He I seems to that, have. <laughs> I did miss that plot thread. Uh, I also, it could have been, it could have been a Sakura so uh, situation. So my, my, my villain's name. Oh, shit. <laughs> Spell it out. Write it, write it down. God damn, god damn it. That's such a... That's such a comes out and you see and you see the, her name under the picture yeah. it's gonna be a rough time in that high school oh, oh man I want to read that so bad no time no yeah. time there's no time to, to write that entire action shoujo series we, we've, we've got to move on to John Patrick Cohen John hey. let's inject a little bit more masculinity into this we can, uh, we can certainly try <laughs> Um, John, let's learn more about Tommy Euphrates. Uh, now he's a businessman. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a haircut to match. So that didn't, that didn't just happen overnight. Um, you know, Tommy was really committed to getting his dojo off the ground, but he's never run a business before, didn't know anything about it. Luckily, he got Ray to co-sign on a loan for him. Right. So, um, him and Ray, they show up to, like, you know, the big, uh, corporate bank building downtown to go get his loan. Um, Ray's wearing a nice suit, but of course, Tommy doesn't know. So it's the summertime. He's wearing, like, cut off jean shorts. He, like, pulls up in his, you know, he, he does his classic parking maneuver where he like spins into a parking spot you know he's wearing like a cut off american flag tank top um <laughs> and he they head into the bank building and they're in the in like you know ray's like oh no look at this so they head into the elevator and when they get into uh the elevator the guy that they're going to be meeting with the banker they're going to be meeting with is in the elevator talking to another banker about how these street toughs are ruining new york and there's you know there's no way in heck he's ever gonna like support some street tough with some harebrained idea and like ray's looking at him and he's getting really nervous Nervous, so he like hits the uh, stop button at a, at a different floor, and they get off, and he's like freaking out, and Ray's like, "Calm down, like it's you know you have a solid business plan, you're gonna be okay." But like Tommy won't believe it, so Tommy sneaks into the office of someone, um, like some like whoever, whatever accounting firm is on this floor, and he finds like someone's got like a dry clean suit hanging up on their door. So he and it's that that's that it's that like uh he changes into their suit and he's like nervously like looking around and he sees some like desk scissors and so like there's a cutaway and then the cut of him coming out of the office wearing the suit and he's like she cut his own hair <laughs> as close as he can with desk scissors and like his like leaves his uh aviators in the trash can of that office and there's just hair all over the floor. <laughs> and then they go he go, like, goes up to have the meeting with the banker and like gets his loan approved because he looks like nice and presentable wow. and afterwards he he has a serious look at himself and thinks like yeah if i want to be you know a businessman and better the community i have to start dressing the part so that's when you went off and purchased a gray <laughs> suit with gold, gold. <laughs> for 38 dollars you can spend those big bucks if you want a good <laughs> result i want him to also have like a Oh, a blue, red, and white pinstripe situation. <laughs> oh, man. Tommy loves this country. <laughs> he loves the spirit of entrepreneurship. <laughs> this country loves him. <laughs> if there's any justice. Let's move Let's move on to our special guest for this series, uh, Chris Sims. Chris, welcome, welcome to the show. It's always a pleasure to be here. I'm having a blast. Was that more convincing than last time? Yeah, it was way more convincing. Oh, yeah, Your read is ground. getting better and better. <laughs> 
<laughs> let's let's learn some more about Inspector Jackie. Uh, for the past couple of years, Inspector Jackie has been collecting his diaries to put them together in a memoir uh, that he plans on publishing one day. What is the working title for this memoir? Uh, I, I guess that would be uh, uh, Kicking Out Crime. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the, the first volume, of course, is going to focus on his work as, as a police inspector. Uh, the second will focus on his uh, on his work as a, a a treasure hunter. I don't think he's come up with a title for that one yet. Okay. Uh, as I said, in order to keep his uh, two revenue streams separate, he does go by a, a an assumed name when he's working as a treasure hunter. He was he's the mysterious treasure hunter known as Condor. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Would he reveal when that, when himself? When that book comes out, obviously he will be much more well known. Yeah, would he reveal himself as Condor with the publishing of well, the it's book? Mostly, it's mostly just for the sake of, uh, like, if he's acting as Condor, he doesn't have to fill out those reports that Uncle insists on so much. Mm. So uh, he wakes up in the morning and goes, okay, today's a, a Condor day. Uh, today's going to be high action and chewing gum. Uh, <laughs> not, so, not so much with the uh, filling out reports. Because you know, it's that's ninety percent of police work is filling out reports. That's true. That is that is absolutely true. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I think uh, kicking out crime is, is going to be the uh, the working title. <laughs> <laughs> well, since uh, you are acting in a f- official police capacity today, it's going to be one heck of a report as we return to you guys facing down three ninjas uh, dressed in colorful ninja suits. The screen has just moved to be 2D. Uh, <laughs> and first, first up, actually, is the blue ninja. He looks at you guys, um, and then he does a bunch of complicated hand movements. He sprays out at, uh, at you, Tommy. It looks like water is shooting towards you. You still instinctually jump out of the way as the statue that's being built behind you of a uh, happy pink dolphin is iced <laughs> over and falls a- falls to pieces. Ugh. The next ninja acts before you guys move, and he pulls down his mask, and you see horribly discolored skin beneath. Uh, his lips are dark and purpley, but his skin itself is sickly and green and he spits out of his mouth big stream of acid and this one comes directly at you angela but also uh you you can get out of the way how do you get out of the way of this i activate my wings and fly straight up to, mm-hmm. to hover it around five meters you jump over this attack completely and before the next one can go it is going to be it's actually going to be tommy's turn oh okay so yeah when tommy uh bailed out of the way of that ice like he ducked and rolled um mm-hmm. and kind of hit a po- like this like uh post that was um right outside where that car display is like he like kind of rammed his ribs into it and like it, uh, something fell on top of him, and he like looks down, and on that post was just were the keys to that car, and they're like uh, they landed on his chest. So he grabbed the keys to the car, and it's like a shiny red, some sort of 1995 sports car. I'm not sure what they have in China. Dodge Viper, I'll say, would probably Great. be yeah. Out it's got to be time. an American car that they have there because it's like sure and it has to be snake themed. Yeah. <laughs> so he sees the keys they land on his chest, and it's like too good to be true. So uh, he runs up like the stairs to where that car is, uh, like slides across the hood uh, to the driver's seat, uh, gets in, and guns the engine. And there is gas in the car, obviously, Absolutely. as the engine roars to life. All right. <laughs> um, so that'll be a one-shot action. And next up on this round is going to be Angie's turn. Uh, I think I'm also going to take a one-shot action. Um, so since I'm already in the air, there's like a pillar of light that beams on me, mm-hmm. and I have another costume change. Um, so uh, my my high-tech Lotus... Uh, sensors have activated my what is it uniforms like defense mechanisms um and they're like 2d mode um so there are all of these uh shifts so uh like my visor really turns into a sweatband 
and um, my like cut off jacket turns into uh, the bib of, of Seifuku and I'm <laughs> I, I look like a, a pink and green Sakura and I'm like mm-hmm. jumping back and forth. Yeah, the animation and, get... and art on you just seems to be a lot better generally. Yes, I land back on the ground and I'm like even though it's not my turn, I shouldn't be moving. I'm like going back and forth um, and it gives me like can we can we say that it gives me a little bit I'm, extra I'm, to dodge? I'm gonna say yeah. Oh, extra to dodge. Mm-hmm. Okay, adds to your defense. Sure. Just for the turn. Absolutely. Cool. Um, and finally, with that, next up is the yellow ninja who uh, stares at Jackie, and he thrusts his palm forward and says, "Get over here!" And a horrible whip-like thing shoots out of his arm straight towards Jackie. And as these guys continue... Actually, these are special, so I should look at that page. Okay, yeah, it launches out. What is your defense, Jackie? Sorry, it's 14. 14. My uh, my defense is 14. I was actually hoping this would happen, too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So it does indeed strike you. It doesn't... uh, It's not quite as violent and bloody as it would be in the source material, because this is a PG-13 movie, after all. Mm -hmm. Like, you're wrapped up in this rope and pulls towards this guy uh, as he when you when you approach he uppercuts you and you take let's see you take eight damage okay so after my toughness that comes out to one so what do I do with that so that's one that's one wound point on you how many wounds do we get uh, 30, 35 is when uh, you start to die um and 30 is when you start to take penalties. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, well, that's that's good, because that pulled me out of that waist-deep pile of Pepsi bottles. <laughs> the choice true. of a new generation. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your turn now. When I was being pulled out of the uh, pile of bottles, I managed to grab one with my free hand, and I shook it up on the way uh, to being uppercut so now that i've landed flat on my back i'm gonna pop the top on it and all of the pepsi is highly carbonated it's gonna <laughs> spray out into uh the the yellow ninja whose name i definitely don't know no uh, right into his eyes uh, <laughs> blinding him and giving the ability to sweep his leg out from under him excellent uh roll that attack all right here we go that is a total of plus one, so that's a 16 on martial arts. Yeah, you absolutely hit the Pepsi, uh, the ice-cold Pepsi, as Pepsi is almost always ice-cold, oh, even yeah. when at room temperature, uh, strikes him in the eyes, and he's when he's trying to wipe it out of the way, uh, you do sweep his feet out from under him, and he falls down on the floor hard. Uh, he's definitely hurt but not quite out of the fight yet. Tommy sees that and he says, Sweep the leg. I'll have to remember that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man! Oh, it's happening, you guys. I think it was our third game. That was going to be rough. It's going to take a real weird turn. Oh, man. Uh, and with guys, I think we might be the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> there will at least be a betrayer situation. Yeah. Um, next up is uh, let's see, either Angela or Tommy, whoever wants to take it. So, since you were having uh, Yellow Ninja fall, mm-hmm. um, I'd prefer him to not hit the ground. I okay. prefer him to start to fall and you can see Angela's been going back and forth waiting for something and it's for someone to be in the air so as soon as he starts to fall she slides forward crouches down then kind of to the right and pluses and punches straight up with a sure you can (laughs) Uh, and pulls him right down out of the air so you start your air juggle combo yeah Uh, roll that attack okay um, 18. 18. That will definitely hit his defense. Uh, he pops up in the air as you spiral punch him into the sky. Uh, and he starts to fall to the ground. Um, but, you know, like just finishing this, because this does take him out, 
uh, you fall faster than he does, yep. and you spring to the ground, like you spring off the ground forward again. And how does your flurry of attacks look? Um, so uh, she like starts to punch, but then she had um, one dango, her side ponytail. She put into a dango when she was mm-hmm. uh, so like uh, in air. Another dango out of light comes up, yeah. uh, and she spins with one of her legs straight up in the air, and cha 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 cha. Chun-Li's him <laughs> until it, he bashes into the ground in K.O. Yeah, pink effervescent letters <laughs> are counting up the, the hits <laughs> that you have on him as you're spiraling him in the air. And yes, it is K.O. Mm. And next up, we have Tommy. Okay, so um, uh, Tommy behind the wheel of the, this car, uh, he's uh, pulled his driving gloves out of his pocket, and so he like flexes the wheel. You he like revs or flexes his fingers on the wheel. He revs the engine, and then he like speeds off. Now, uh, what he's going up on? There's like boards that are leading to like a second story of this uh, thing, and there's like mm-hmm. one of those construction tarps in the way that's like leading off to that second area. Um, he just guns it straight up there. He doesn't see it at the time, but he bursts through like paint cans, um, and like he's like, there's like uh, you know cardboards flying everywhere, uh, Pepsi cans are flying everywhere, and he's like driving along um, the edge of the of like that second level until he spins around to um, to face. Uh, the blue ninja who's down like a level below him right. and you can see from the car he had hit on each side of the car a, a white and a blue paint can and so now his car has red white and blue stripes down the middle oh. of the car uh, and he's like and he revs the engine again and then just uh, sp- like speeds right off of that second layer to like crash the car into the blue ninja Oh man. I'm going to use a fortune dice now can this be a driving check this is definitely okay. a driving check um, so nothing explodes, but it is a 17 to my driving check. 17. That will be enough to hit. Um, and I am... I, I'm, I'm gonna say... No, I don't want to delay this guy's attack, even though he's gonna take massive amounts of damage from this. Uh, like, you smack him with the car, uh, and he... There are several uh, glass displays that are the ma- going to be the maps for the water part. Uh-huh. Uh, he gets knocked back through like three glass displays um, into an area that basically looks like a completely different level. Um, you just hit him that hard. Uh, cool. Well, a- after after that, like the car, I'm assuming is like all messed up, but it's like s- smoke rises from the top. So I like get out of the or get or yeah i get out of the car and like look down at like that new level that i've knocked Mm -hmm. him into yeah so i'm no longer in the car yep and and lucky for you uh these guys happen to know absolutely nothing about destroying cars which is something that most martial artists should train themselves (laughs) um next up is uh the the blue ninja who uh like sort of he he coughs his way back up and he shoots another ice blast up in the air at you uh and it starts coming down from you uh down at you from on top and oh my gosh wow uh he fails so hard nobody can hit you guys (laughs) i should switch up these dice um the like the ice, I, I'm going to say, like, as you get out of the car, there was a tiny fire on the car. This is how poorly he rolled. There was a tiny fire just from, like, all the strain that you put on it. And the ice just uh, streams down, putting out that fire. <laughs> um, next up, we have the green ninja's turn. And the green ninja, he runs forward and starts series of punches yep. at you. And his negative die explodes. <laughs> do, do you want to describe how you block these punches? Yeah, I'm just Keanu Reeves. I'm not even paying attention to him. And just slowly one hand behind my back, uh, deflecting his yeah, blows. You do very intentionally put a hand behind your back as you deflect his blows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very jealous of that, because uh, Inspector Jackie can never quite manage to block that effortlessly. <laughs> 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 it's always just getting punched and... and he just needs to believe in himself a little harder. Believe, believe in the in power yourself. of self. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and with that, it is... Uh, nope, uh, the yellow one is gone. So uh, back around to Inspector Jackie. I want to... Uh, you, you said there's the, the uh, bamboo scaffold. Yes. Which 
I mean, look, the bamboo scaffold, that's where I feel at home, is Inspector Jackie. Uh, I'm going to do a, uh, a move where I uh, kind of frown into the inside of the scaffold and loosen one of the poles that's uh, supporting it and then roll back through. And now I've got that bamboo pole. Yeah. I'm going to show it off a little bit. <laughs> These cool martial arts uh, staff styles. And then uh, start going after uh, the green ninja, again, whose name I definitely don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> going after him with the staff. All right. The improvised staff. Roll it. Oh, I dropped my, uh, I dropped one. Ah, it's way over there. I'm just going to use my other die until I can recover that one <laughs> on someone else's turn. Uh, so that is a 16 for martial arts. All right, 16 will do it. Uh, well, he, he's distracted by, like, trying to hit Angela, who's just easily evading his attack. Uh, you bring down the pole on him, he stumbles forward, and he turns around to face you. He tries to he tries to block his attack your attack and he juts out his arm to to block it but this is a bamboo pole and that would make it a flexible staff mm. form so as he blocks it it bends around his arm and smacks him in the head <laughs> um, and it, like can I do that thing where his block starts to like uh, starts to break the pole a little bit, and so I pull back and spin it so that the uh, the frayed ends of the pole get all wide and catch his fist. Yes. yes! <laughs> um, and he's like struggling in there, and you've actually you've got him bound up. Uh, he, he looks severely limited uh, right now. Um, next up is or, or how much? Let's see. How much damage would that be? Okay, so he's almost down, but not quite. And now we're up to Tommy. Okay, uh, how how injured? I want to like slide down to this other level where he is. How mm-hmm. injured do I think he is? Do I think he's one hit away, or do I think that there's more fight in him? Uh, you feel like he's like on at death's door. Okay, cool. So I I like kind of slide down there, and is I'm he like kind of. Doing this, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I some things around his head. I like, yeah. I'm like dancing around him and seeing that he's like uh, uh, getting pretty weak. And then from across the room, I noticed there's uh, that th- this level has um, uh, sprinkler systems, like emergency sprinkler systems. So like uh, he's like shooting ice, uh, uh, like blasts at me, and I like dance uh, my way over to like get him in a position where he's right underneath the sprinkler system. And then like, come on, big boy, let's do this. And he, like, shoots up to, like, shoot that ice up and, like, down at me again. Mm-hmm. And as he does that, I pull the sprinkler right above him. And the uh, the sprinkler, like, mixes with his ice. And it, like, covers him in ice and just freezes him solid. Uh, so I'm going to try to roll my martial arts yes. on that. Um, so those cancel, cancel. So it is a uh, 18. 18 absolutely hits his defense. So what I want to do is I want him to, like, get, like, frozen in ice with, like, him, like, stuck up that way. And then I want to, like, walk over to him and, like, spin kick his middle out. And so, like, (laughs) his bottom half shatters and he kind of, like, lands, like, on the middle. Uh, He's just, like, a frozen block of ice at this point. And then it, like, it superimposes right next to a sign with, like, a big pink cartoon whale that says, like, you have to be this tall to ride this ride. And he's, like, right under it. And then I'll spin spin kick him again and shatter the rest of him oh man <laughs> roll it okay cool oop that's gonna explode and explode okay. uh so 6 12 13 minus 1 3 uh that is a th- oh wait yeah uh, you already rolled this attack right? yeah yeah i didn't know if you wanted me to roll a second no you oh, didn't okay, need yeah. to roll a second one i don't know well it's, it explodes twice but okay <laughs> we'll leave that aside uh yeah that, well that's that's uh, it goes down exactly the way that you say uh i loved every detail of that uh and the blue ninja is taken out of the fight uh the only one that remains is the incredibly weakened green ninja uh, he has one. Well, actually, it looks like it's Angela's turn before he gets to go. So, ah, uh, uh, okay. Um, uh, it's 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 Uncle Jackie's night, so I want to just help him set up this guy or set it up. So, um, let's see if it if the guy's going next turn. I think I want to like sweep out the legs so he starts his turn midair. Sweep the leg. Yeah. Sweep the leg. Uh, so yeah, you you. You know what? I'll, I'll say you do like roll it. Yeah. But um. Okay. So that's fifteen. 
So uh, you, as a one-shot action, rush forward and grab him Mm -hmm. and then roll back, throwing him towards uh, your Uncle Jackie. Yeah, so it, like, splits his part of the pole. So it's a much shorter pole, too. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he splits off, so he has, like, uh, two two bamboo poles now mm-hmm. in his hands. Uh, and it is Jackie's turn. Uh, well, this, uh, the, the Green Ninja's in midair. Uh, now, earlier, I know, if people think back, they'll know that there was a, a glass ceiling that in, uh... Yeah. In, in typical fashion, we shattered. Uh, the glass came raining down. I'm sure plenty of it landed in, uh, with points up. Uh, creating a sort of spike pit uh, (laughs) in the uh, the mall. And now that this guy's flying towards me, I'm just going to, like, just straight up see if I can't get under there and uppercut him. And if he should happen to fly over the uh, balcony and land on that spike pit, I mean, I don't know. I think that would be an appropriate end for this guy whose name I don't know. Yeah, you you saw him die before, so he's probably dead now anyway. Roll that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and hit that one. Oh, and that explodes. <laughs> yeah, explodes again. Oh my god. Damn. So that's uh, 15 positive minus four negative. So that's a 26 on the martial arts roll. Ooh, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, I feel like that would warrant a fatality. Uh, this is a PG-13 movie. So, he like, you, you crouch down as he's sailing over your head, and you come up at the perfect moment, uppercutting his stomach, which puts him on an arc spinning through the air, right down to the glass pit. Uh, he falls... Uh, you're you're like watching it through the floor, and there's just a shot of Jackie's face as he winces. Yeah, see, you um, just don't show it happening. Yeah. That's how you get away with it. And there's like some green blood spouts up from the hole. <laughs> I think that actually takes out the PG-13. <laughs> okay. As soon as you see blood, it's like oh, that's what moved it from PG. It's, it's green. It's green. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's green. It's true. It's, it's green. cartoon mischief. Not quite. Uh, not quite actual violence yet. Uh, so with that, you guys have defeated, like, and most of the other Cobra troops that saw this go down are like, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> they run away from the, and you guys are left in front of the sealed up elevator in a room full of wreckage. And you see a man who is sitting on one of the lifeguard chairs uh, right by you. And he sort of claps. Brave heroes, I knew when I first saw you that you had hearts of the dragon. Um, and you see, it's that old drifter that you rescued from earlier. Mm-hmm. And, and he hops off of the lifeguard chair and lands very softly and delicately in front of you. There is not much time. You must stop them. They are going to destroy the world. It's up to you to save everyone. That's the plan, Drifter. I can help you, though. The, the elevator is sealed up, but there is another way. What? There another is way? always another way. Our modern world is full of many things that appear to be barriers, but with proper speed and force. He's doing different, like, martial arts poses as he says these. Yeah, yeah. You can push through these barriers, and he puts his hand on your shoulder. Uh, uh, Tommy, and looks into your eyes. I know that you possess the speed to break through. My eyes get wide. I do. It is in here. Oh. Uh, and he like <laughs> he he puts his fist in front of your heart and just holds it, and then opens his fist, and the keys to the the viper are in his hands. Oh wow! I uh I grab the keys out of his hands. So, I take the car and drive drive it. I, oh, I, oh, oh! Okay. I drive the car. I'm so lost. What do I? <laughs> Eighty-eight miles per hour. Gotcha. 
I want to, so Angela like pulls, uh, the, the thing holding her a dango, which was like kind of triangle shaped, and then, then grabs, um, from the backpack that she's had on, mm-hmm. sure, her skateboard. Um, and the, the painted underside is a Ouija board. So she starts, <laughs> nice. so she starts observing Chi on this guy. Is he attuned to this feng shui site? He is not attuned to this feng shui site. Okay. Uh, however, like, you do sense there is, uh, the chi, the aura of a great warrior about him. Interesting. That you missed earlier. He must have somehow been suppressing his presence. Cool. I also wasn't using observe chi. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys ready to do this? It's a two-seater, so we're going to have to cram. <laughs> I jump onto uh, the back of the car. Maybe I can find another way that that doesn't require getting in the car with you. And I the seatbelts are going to be broken because they were the only thing injured in that crash that I did earlier. So those are done. Angela uses far lift on Jackie and gives him cute little wings like hibiscus, and he flutters into the passenger seat. Inspector <laughs> uh, uh, Jackie's just going to cover his eyes at this point. Inspector Jackie, who just punched an undead ninja to his death and he's going to cover up his eyes. <laughs> Inspector Jackie, Fast. there's one more thing I need. Can you reach into the glove box for me? Uh, Alright, I will reach into the glove box. Uh, so you open the glove box and out pa- uh, there's just one uh, fun-sized bag of Lay's potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> I just need... <laughs> I just need the <laughs> exhilarating taste of a Lay's potato chip to really get me jazzed for this adventure. What do you say, guys? A Lay's potato chip? An ice-cold Pepsi? I, like, open the trunk, and there's, like, three 20-ounce ice-cold Pepsis in the back. I look out at the camera. It sounds like a party to me. <laughs> I, I put my head uh, sternly onto Tommy's shoulder, and I say, Tommy, you know I don't like riding in the car with you. But if there's one car that can do it, it's the speed and safety of the Dodge Viper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we all, like, have, like, there's a a shot of us, like, eating Lay's potato chips and drinking Pepsi, like, leaning against the Dodge Viper. Uh, You guys definitely need that product to afford the stunts that you're about to do. Uh, Yeah, then I uh, get behind the wheel of the car. All right, so he said you have to get it to 88 miles per hour. Yeah. Uh, And even though this place is big it might be difficult to do that sure um so uh, but this we can like drive it off of the out of the water park but still be on this floor right Right. basically we're gonna have to do like a like a racetrack circuit around the floor of this building to to get up up that speed yeah uh so i'm gonna need you to roll your drive all right yeah we gun it um i'm gonna use a fortune die because why not um, this is not going to be good. Uh, so that's 10 against 7, 4, so negative 3, <laughs> oh so it's God. a 12, it's a 12. 12. Uh, so you are trying to, uh, you, you put it into gear, you gun it, uh, Part of the problem is the front bumper is hanging off the front of the car mm-hmm. and like it's creating sparks as it bounces. You're rattling around the first arc of the track. And it, like even with that, there are all sorts of sunglass kiosks that you're bursting <laughs> through around there. Uh, there's a are you l- reaching out and grabbing one? Absolutely. <laughs> The sunglass kiosk. Well, then it's a convertible, so the sunglasses are just kind of falling into the car. <laughs> so, uh, like, you, you get around the first uh, leg of the track, and it's just like, I, the, I, you can't build up speed here. There's so much stuff in the way. And then you see, laid out in front of you, you close your eyes. Is there and- a ball? Is one of the pools like a skate ball? Yeah. Effectively? Yeah, oh, wow. you see a ball <laughs> in front of you. Oh, uh, yeah, like, so, like, I've, like, pulled over the car, and I'm, like, slamming my hands against the steering wheel, it's like, it just can't be done! We can't build enough speed! Um, and then I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see the large bowl pool. Um, I look at, uh, Angela. You thinking what I'm thinking? I don't know my skate terminology, but I feel like I want to say vert the bowl. <laughs> 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 Strap in to the not having seatbelts. <laughs> Hold on to something. Uh, and then, like, yeah, I, like, uh, throw it into gear and gun it towards the bull. All right, roll roll your check. All right, another, we'll use another fortune point. 
So this one is a 18. All right. That that is definitely enough. Uh, so you drive forward. You drive up the back of the mascot for this park, which is the pink dolphin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you drive off the back of the dolphin and you arc perfectly down into the bowl and you start moving in tight, tight circles sure. around the perimeter of the bowl. We have to lean into it! We're all, like, yeah, like, crammed up against one side of the car, so I'm, like, turning and spinning. Um, it's just, like, burned rubber and smoke and, like, exhaust in there. And smoke and exhaust aren't the only things that are starting to pop up. Uh, arcs of green lightning start uh, arcing across the front of the car, and you can see in the tire tracks around the bowl, flames are starting to shoot up out of those tire tracks. As you start circling faster and faster and faster, and the speedometer on the Viper is going higher and higher, and you've reached you reach the eighty-eight mile per hour mark. And oh, and there's definitely a mark on the speedometer that says eighty-eight miles per <laughs> hour. Move, yeah. It's like the max mark, but it's eighty-eight, and I'm we're moving towards that mark. Yeah, and uh. Like, all of a sudden, the world around you melts away as you're traveling down a tunnel. It's a dark, cave-like tunnel um, that you're traveling through, uh, and suddenly you're not in the world of the uh, of the mall arcology anymore. Uh, you're somewhere else, and Hibiscus pops out from behind you. Action Angel! We're not in Hong Kong anymore! We've entered the underworld! Oh no! What does that mean? The underworld is a natural home of demons. It's a world between worlds. It breaches from our time to other times. Wait, so does that mean we can go to other times? Yes, it does. We're coming from the time that I originally came from. We're we're going back to the future. <laughs> we know that there's trouble in the future. Uncle Jackie, I know that you're not looking for trouble. What do you think we should do? Sometimes, even when you're not looking for trouble, trouble ends up finding you. We need to save these people. So I think we head back to the future. You burn rubber down this tunnel and you see light on the other side. This yellowish light from the tunnel in front of you. And you have to downshift a little bit Mm -hmm. and, and let off the speed so that you can accurately move through the tunnel. When you see the outlet of the tunnel is about five stories above the ground and that you appear to be running out of road very, very quickly as soon as you exit the tunnel. So wait, what do you mean? Is it like, is it like an end of a ramp that just stops? Yeah, it's like a ramp that just sort of stops. What's underneath it? Do I know? Uh, Like as soon as you guys are approaching the outside of the tunnel, you see a skeletal structure of a large skyscraper that at this point is mostly I-beams and uh, broken up cement floors. Does it look vaguely familiar to it us? It does look, the layout of it does look familiar. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I like, um, uh, spin the wheel and like, uh, it kind of like goes into like a controlled spin. Uh, I want to time it so that we stop spinning like right on the edge of where we would have stopped. <laughs> so we're like teetering on the edge. And you guys are actually leaning a little bit over the edge of the building. Yeah. When suddenly from above you guys, uh, like a, a object just whistles down and falls on the hood of your car. Boom! Uh, and you can see that it is a chimpanzee with a cybernetic arm uh, that's dressed in army fatigues. And it has several uh, medals that are pinned on its chest uh, that are Pepsi bottle caps. <laughs> it, it just falls on your car riding it, so it's no longer teetering on the edge of the building. Uh, what? Angela, I'd say that this is probably your domain, hon. Uh, hibiscus. What? Uh, the the future's changed since I was here last. Can we um? Can we help you? Uh, So yeah, you you like (laughs) sort of uh, look, and this chimp is very grizzled. Uh, If it wasn't completely covered in hair, you'd say this chimp probably has some stubble going. Uh, The chimp just sort of looks up. They're gonna blow it up. Those maniacs are gonna blow it up! Slow down, monkey. What are you talking about? I'm not a monkey, you damn fool! I'm an ape! Alright, well, 
chill out. We can't use too many curse words in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what can I? What can we do? What, what are you talking about, it Ape? Weekly prompts itself up on its cybernetic limb. My name is Battle Chimp Potemkin. Can we just call you Mandy? <laughs> you cannot. You will call me Battle Chimp Potemkin. <laughs> All right, all right. I'm sorry. Uh, at this point, Inspector Jackie was uh, covering his <laughs> eyes uh, while uh, while Tommy has been driving. Finally, pops him open to see what is going on here. Ragtag band of heroes. You look like dragons to me. Uh, I've never really considered myself, but he raises oh! he raises a, he raises a gun. State your affiliation, soldiers. No, we uh, I. Hong Kong Police? Love and justice. Inspector Jackie, Hong Kong Police Department. Mm, you're definitely dragons. <laughs> Looks like I won't be able to do any better. I need your help. <laughs> I used to belong to a squad of freedom-fighting heroes named the Jammers. We tried to fight for a better future to fight off the Burrow Corporation, which had turned the world into a clockwork hell. But unfortunately, our last-ditch attempt to save ourselves created this. Uh, and he points out to a horribly destroyed landscape of buildings that have been turned a sickly yellow. Everything is full of corroding detritus. The Chi Bomb destroyed more than we hoped it would. We thought it would take out the Arcanotech that was oppressing all peoples around the world. Turns out... It just took out all peoples around the world. Mother of God. Now I'm trying to set things right. Me and my ragtag band of heroes. However, my former partner, Furious George, <laughs> is committed to keep the world the way it is now. I'm quoting, these are actual NPCs in this universe, guys. I'm trying to keep it together. <laughs> This is this is amazing. We're good. <laughs> Look, what can we do to help? Right now at the top of this tower, my former partner is planning a massive attack against the modern time juncture. He's loading another C-bomb to take out the leaders of the two most powerful opponents that we've ever faced. The Burrow Corporation and the Ascended. The Ascended? They're the ones taking over the tower right now in our time. That's right. The I thought they were just a drug gang. Oh, it goes way deeper than that, Jackie. <laughs> the Ascended are a group of transformed animals from thousands of years in the past. They're committed to keep magic away from coming back to your world because as soon as magic returns, it'll reveal them for what they really are. And they can't risk that. So they control society to repress magic and prevent it from ever returning to the world. So it all ends here. We stop them in the past. We, we stop them in the future. We stop them in the past. Well, you'll have to go back to the past in order to save the future. I mean... It makes total sense I mean, if yeah. you don't think of time as a linear concept. <laughs> here, let me draw you a map. <laughs> the only map I need is got the Pacific Ocean on one side and the Atlantic on the other. It's a map of America. You rip open your tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you reveal your tattoo, <laughs> which has since been reformed from just an American flag, and to like I got it reworked to now it's the uh, continent of America with an American flag on it, but it's just like the outline is now like the like a map, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, when you had your heart like almost oh, ripped yeah. out, earlier, I had to get corrective to tattoo get surgery to get it all. Yeah, <laughs> you got that with your small business money. Uh huh. Yeah, you're definitely a dragon, all right. <laughs> this has officially gone beyond uh, beyond any experience Jackie has had. What are you gawking at me like you've never seen a talking cybernetic ape before? Get your act together, Inspector. So let me get this straight. We're going back to the past to fix the future. Exactly. It makes perfect sense. Right now, Battlechimp Potemkin is loading another super lethal C-bomb into a device that will take him back to the modern time juncture, at which point he'll detonate it, wiping out the world so his ape commandos can take over and rule. And C-bombs are Chi-bombs? Yes. C stands for Chi. Okay. We got it. Which is pronounced key. 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 Okay. But we can say G we because say C for short. <laughs> we say C for short. 
Got it. <laughs> All you have to do is help me and stop Furious George right now. I'll take care Wait, of him. Wait, I thought Furious George was good. Furious George is bad. I'm Battle Chip Potemkin. I'm good. Okay. This is so easy. Why don't you understand this? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Potemkin. I mean, you're yelling a lot, but I'm going to still assume that you're a good guy because you've contacted us. Well, you did save uh, me from dying by providing this nice squishy car. Yes. <laughs> I think we died. I think, we, <laughs> I think the car crashed. I, like, slapped Jackie in the, in, across the face. Get a hold of yourself, Jackie. Quick, have another delicious Pepsi. Hibiscus starts fanning you. <laughs> I blaze potato chips and drink a little Pepsi. I feel better now. I feel more confident. All right. If you take us to Furious George... We can uh, stop him and then ride that sea bomb back to the past. Is that what's? I'm. Is that's gonna? Am I anywhere? You're close enough, soldier. Right. <laughs> Wait. How do we neutralize a sea bomb? You leave that to me. I'll tangle with George. All you have to do is prevent the device from going through the portal. Great. It's very simple. We're gonna go up there. We're going to mix it up with a couple of cybernetic future tapes. I feel like we have 100% of the instructions, and we've all got it down. I feel like we're spending a lot of time going over a very simple plan. Oh, God. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. Let's go beat up some monkeys. Uh, so the skeletal tower is covered in uh, bamboo scaffolding, mm-hmm. um, and there is one area of the bamboo scaffolding that has been bent back with little baskets in it. Just climb inside the basket, and we'll launch you up to the top. I'll be right behind you. All right. Checks out. We climb inside of the basket. Uh, so you guys climb inside the basket. He takes out a machete. Godspeed, soldiers! Uh, he cuts the rope, and you guys are catapulted hundreds of stories up to the top oh, no. of, the, of this building. Um, what? and for a second, you get like a bird's eye view of what's happening. You see a bunch of ape commandos in berets, uh, with some of some of whom are holding up to three futuristic uh, <laughs> blasters that look awfully similar to the equipment that you see uh, that you saw the Cobra troops with earlier. Interesting. Um, the a, a bunch of others are typing away on computers that look like typewriters. So you just <laughs> see hundreds of apes typing away on typewriters. Uh, at the top of the building, as you go, you fall down whoa, into into a tarp uh, that is on top of the building. Most of the apes uh, just sort of look around, like, "Where did that come from?" But we're on top; they can't you're, see us. You're on top; they can't currently see you. Did we get any any sort of uh, view of where we think Furious George is when we were flying? Yes, uh, there is. Uh, there is one ape who's wearing a. Uh, a red beret. It's Masumala. Uh, who's compa- <laughs> who's uh, shouting out orders to all the others. Yep. That's got to be him. That's got to be Furious George. Do we see the bomb? Well, yes. Uh, there is a large... There's an object that looks like a stereotypical cartoon atom bomb. Great. It's yep. very easy to pick out. Well, if we are on a tarp, then two of us should be able to jump in place and fling the other one directly at Furious George. Double bounce. Using the using the highly accurate physics of this world as it has been presented to us. Yes. So, yeah. So, as you as you like re- realize that, I turn to uh Angela and say, "Hey, you thinking what I'm thinking?" Because we still have the wings on both of our shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Looks like a trampoline to me. <laughs> we both jump into the air and land on opposite sides of you and propel you at Furious George. Uh, I am going to resolve uh, this cinematically. <laughs> uh, just I'll point that out right now. Chris, go ahead. I, I'm going, I didn't mean me. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to uh, land uh, directly on my face right in front of Furious George. That would be my plan. Whomp! (laughs) (laughs) 
Angela and I both look at each other like, <laughs> teeth gritted. Yeah, yeah. You pull on your collars <laughs> a little bit. Um, uh, I stand up very shakily on very wobbly legs in my uh, increasingly ripped and dirty tuxedo, <laughs> and point at all the monkeys, all the chimps, and go, "You are all under arrest." <laughs> <laughs> And the the chimps like all like you hear a bunch of futuristic weapons like start to charge up. You picked a bad place to be, human scum. I am Furious George, and I will end your reign on this planet. Ape commandos, attack! A bunch of laser blasts go off. Jackie, how do you avoid these lasers? Uh, what I want to do is grab the uh, nearest one's laser gun by the barrel mm-hmm. and pull it so that it uh, it pulls the trigger against his finger, shooting beside me, and then I'll spin around uh, using the uh, laser rifle as a uh, as a, a blunt instrument, swinging it in a big circle around me to kind of bat away the barrels of their guns as they're shooting. So they shoot in all directions except the one I am standing in. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, you, you manage to avoid a bunch of the lasers shooting at you. Some of them uh, whiz almost too close to comfort to you two. Uh, So, Tommy and Angela, what are you doing? I have an additional costume change. Awesome. (laughs) That's that's light shoots up um, and my skirt uh, gets like kind of a tiger pattern going. Mm -hmm. My sweatband turns into a circlet and uh my my wand turns into a long staff and then the uh the light resolves itself into a little cloud and i start gokuing <laughs> through them shunting aside the, the the laser bolts and growing my staff and hitting them very um, cool i look uh so we were land like on top of this tarp and like the 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 structure like goes up a little bit more mm-hmm. um but uh, like maybe like three stories more and i look up and i see at the top of the three stories there's one of those long like black plastic or not plastic but yeah like heavy plastic trash chutes that's leading down to where um furious george is mm-hmm. so i like get like a twinkle in my eye and i uh, i yell like angela Try to uh, jump down again and boost me up. I gotta get up. Because my staff can now grow to ridiculous uh, lengths, I'm going to, like, wind up and then bring it down onto the thing from the great distance to propel him forward. Excellent. Cool. Yeah, so I'll, like, fly up there um, uh, and, like, grab onto the top and pull myself up to the top of the... uh, um, like where that trash chute is, mm-hmm. and then I see like a yellow hard hat. So like I put the hard hat in, I like strap the thing down, and then I like head first barrel down the <laughs> trash chute. So uh, <laughs> Furious George is about to level his laser gun at uh, Inspector Jackie. A time to say goodbye, make peace with your pitiful human god. And then di- coming directly from behind him. Uh... Yeah, I, I, as I'm as I'm like fall, falling down, I'm like screaming, and then like I pop out, and uh, as I like I'm shooting across at him, I yell, "Hey, Furious George!" And like he'll like turn to look at me, and I'll like headbutt him like with the uh, the hard hat <laughs> uh, to like try to like like is he near precariously near the edge by any chance? Um, yeah, I'll, I could put him like kind I'm gonna of try to I'm gonna try to knock him over the edge with that. Okay, uh, you you come careening out of the tunnel, uh, and he like rolls like slamming into his back shoulders, and that sends him rolling forward, and he's now clinging to the side. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of you are surrounded by ape soldiers uh, ducking behind cover in order to avoid their laser blasts. Inspector Jackie, what's going on with you? Oh, well, this building's under construction, right? It's a construction site. Correct. Uh, well, in that case, I'm going to grab a, uh, a nearby rivet gun. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to start <laughs> popping uh, some hot rivets uh, towards these uh, these highly armed chimpanzees that are uh, are try- scrambling for cover now. Excellent, excellent. They, they all are bounding out of the way of uh, the rivets. Uh, one of them is uh, trying to head over to the C-bomb to begin sequencing on it. Uh, Angela, what do you do? Um, I think I'm I'm in reserve taking out mooks. Okay. Um, I'm mostly like, uh, 
I'm knocking monkeys and apes into each other. Uh, that's I'm luring people around with uh, with bananas, and people are <laughs> slipping on them. It's, it's just this whole thing. It's pandemonium. Yeah, I'm I'm taking I'm taking care of all the mooks. Uh, so. Then Furious George, like, starts to pull himself back onto the platform. Uh, Tommy, what's up with so, you? So, yeah, I'll be, like, wait up there waiting for him. Um, and at this point, like, my tuxedo is, like, pretty torn apart. Mm-hmm. So I will tear the sleeves off of my tuxedo um, and, like, let the sleeves fall away and, like, get into a fighting stance ready for uh, Furious George. Excellent. Um, and as, uh, Furious George, uh, like, gets up, uh, he's growling, he's, uh, you know, showing his teeth, falling from the sky, uh, back to the top is Battle Chimp Potemkin, and with him come a bunch of, uh, human and ape commandos, all sorts of mutants, uh, have popped up to the top. It ends here, George. We're going to put you in a future jail and prevent the past from being corrupted by the sea bomb. Can't you see this world that you've created isn't worth it? You're a fool. You always have been too soft, Potemkin. I will create a new world now. Uh, he presses a button and a portal to the future opens up and he starts running towards the portal uh, and grabs an arm onto the bomb and he's trying to pull it through. You mean to the past? To the past. Oh, yeah. Portals to the past. Portals to the past. I thought this was even further to the future. <laughs> no, that would be... That's, that's too much. That's too much. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, come on, Chris. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, what are you guys doing? So he's jumping uh, through the portal? He's so he's opened the, the portal. portal. I, uh, go ahead, go. I actually have a shtick for this. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a rivet gun. I have a, a shtick called Stop Right There. That's where true. I can uh, stop a fleeing enemy. Yay! So I'm going to I'm gonna pop him one right in the legs. <laughs> set his legs on fire. Is he, is, what, is he wearing any clothes? Uh, he is wearing, like, uh, rough sort of military gear. You could do that thing where you, like, pop rivets into his clothes and, like, pin him down, like, oh, by the clothes. To the, to the ground, yeah. Yeah, I want to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you, like, nails, hot nails shoot out and pin his, uh, futuristic pants to the ground to where he can't move. Chris, I, I know this is a lot of pressure, but you absolutely have to say... Something. Uh, oh boy. Let's see. There's, there's so much. It's a, it's a chimpanzee running with a bomb to the past on a building. <laughs> well, I, you can't be too much uh, to work with. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got, got it. it? Uh, I'm going to set the, uh, the rivet gun on the ground and, and kind of lean on it and go. No more monkey business. Yes! <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, so is 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 he uh, pretty much neutralized? He's pretty neutralized at this point. Uh, Battle Chimp Potemkin runs over to him, and they start grappling each other. And uh, when you, you the, the sort of grappling you get from two nemeses who used to be friends. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope that never happens to me. <laughs> no, I I don't think it will. I don't think it will. <laughs> Can um uh can, <laughs> can as they're struggling and and, and uh, uh like doing that can me and Jackie come up behind um Furious George and slap the cuffs on uh, slap like two pairs of cuffs on his back so like we each take out cuffs and we like link them together to make sure he's cuffed up yeah absolutely okay. cuff each hand to each foot yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> thanks Battle Chimp Patinkin I hope that we when we go back we can fix the future for you. I hope so, too. Watch out for yourselves. And remember... (laughs) (laughs) Alright, see ya. (laughs) What'd you got? I thought I would have had something to say right there. Just generally remember. (laughs) Just remember. Just remember. Not bad advice. (laughs) By any stretch of the message, not bad advice. Don't forget. Okay. Sure. Um, so we're just heading through the portal, right? Yeah, you just okay. head through the portal. As wow. we head through the portal, um, I want uh, Furious George to like scream, like, "Who are you?" And I'll turn around and take off uh, the the hard hat and kind of throw it on the ground and say, "I'm the man in the big yeah. yellow hat." Yeah. <laughs> and then step through yep. the portal. Oh man. <laughs> 
You weren't working up to that either, uh, were you? No, I totally was. Sorry, guys. I was. I'm just looking for the opportunity. <laughs> oh, my God. I should have seen it coming. Oh, my God. And that is the perfect line to go out on for this week. Come back to us next week where we will have the final battle. Finale. Well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back with the conclusion to our feng shui epic next week. I'd like to thank Chris Sims for joining us on this series. If you want to support him, please check out his new comic, Radical Guardian Skater X, available on Comixology. The first issue is just 99 cents. And if you like this episode, I'm sure you'll love it. Chris also happens to be an unstoppable titan of the internet, and it would be impossible to list off all of his accomplishments in one after-show segment, so I won't bother to do it. You can check out links to most of his stuff in our show notes. Speaking of our show, OneShot could really use your help to grow. Now, there are lots of ways you can help us out. The simple and most effective of which is hypnotizing your friends and family and giving them Manchurian trigger words that cause them to compulsively download new episodes of OneShot. But I realize not everybody has the resources to do that. Instead, you can log on to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. The more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the more likely we are to be featured, which really helps new people find the show. Recently, we got a one-star review from somebody who I believe was drinking a lot of Haterade at the time. You can help counteract that by logging on and rating us now. You can also follow OneShot on Twitter at OneShotRPG or look us up on Google+. Just search out the OneShot community. OneShot is also on Facebook.com at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod and we're on Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Heroes, One Shot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.